I will give God glory for her life, um, for the life of all the mothers, not only here, but out there, wherever you are, we glorify God for your lives. Now, according to Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, it is the seed of the woman that God decided to use to deal with the devil deal with the serpent, right? And I'll put enmity between you and the woman. He's talking to the serpent. And between your seed and her seed. Now if you were going to go by biology, they would say the spermatozoa comes from the man, right? But it's the seed of the woman because God knew what he was talking about. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. We are going to pray for all mothers, including those who are like Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7. Now whatever seed God ordained to use through you to crush the head of the serpent will be released. So I want everyone to lay their two hands on their belly because out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. And we do know according to Proverbs 20 verse 27, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching the inward parts of the belly. So I have quoted John chapter 7 verse 39, Right from verse 37, if you want, you can stop. But verse 39, he that believes in me, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, let the belly that is supposed to be the place that the spirit man releases things, let that be the place that you will begin to experience the reality of the spirit of God imparting to your spirit whatever is necessary. Father, we thank you for every mother, biological mothers, first of all, spiritual mothers, then mothers in the realm of the soul, and physical mothers. Lord, let everyone's spirit man become an expression of your glory at levels that we've never dreamt of. I bless every mother here with the blessing of the Lord. I bless every mother here with the presence of the Lord. I bless every mother here with the glory of God. I bless every mother here with the power of God. I bless every mother here with the favor of God. I bless every mother here with every endowment that comes from heaven. I bless every mother here with the ability to reproduce. Let the productivity that comes from heaven be activated inside you now and let it come forth. And we declare from today, you have entered new levels of the glory of God, new levels of the blessing of God, new levels of the favor of God, new levels of the wealth of God. Let the wealth of the experience, exposure, wisdom, knowledge, understanding that comes from God be unleashed right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, 
We declare from today that you are the best the world could ever hope for. In the name of the Lord Jesus, even where there are challenges, we declare the grace of God upon your life enables you to overcome those challenges. We bless you with the presence of God. We bless you from today with the wisdom that is profitable to direct. You shall not take decisions that are not well thought through. And mystics of the past, we declare corrected by the mercies of God. Let grounds that had been lost be recovered in the name of the Lord Jesus. Where you are regretting because you were not able to bring up your children the way they should have been brought up. Today, let the mercy of God undertake for you. And let the blood of Jesus reconcile those children to God. We release the angels of those children to go after them right now. Let the angels of the family go after them right now. Let the angels of your ancestry go after them right now. Let the angels that were assigned to their commission, the commission of God upon their lives, be activated and released right now. Let there be so much of the manifestation of the power of God at unprecedented levels that you will go forth and enjoy the honor that only God bestows on men. We honor you with the honor of God right now. We declare the honor of the Lord bestowed upon you right now. That from today, your children will arise and call you blessed. In the name of the Lord Jesus, not only physical children, but also spiritual children, children that are in the realm of the soul, whether it has to do with children that you brought emotional stability to, or children that you helped in the area of mindset transformation, or children that you helped in terms of academic prowess, and all the other areas of the soul, whether it be the heart, the mind, the emotions, the will, the intellect, the conscience, the disposition, worldview, and then mentality or mindset or perception, or their level of understanding was brought up by you, or you taught relational skills. From today, let the glory of God speak for you. Let these children also rise up and call you blessed. And we declare above all, the blessing of the Lord that makes wealthy, he adds no sorrow with that, is unleashed upon you now. And you've become one of the greatest blessings that the earth could ever encounter. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I want you to say, I am a blessing. And wherever I go, blessing goes. The blessing of the Lord that makes wealthy, and he has no sorrow with it, is all over me, inside and outside. Wherever I go, the blessings of God abound to the glory of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. Well, give God praise for the lives of mothers in the name of the Lord Jesus. You may be seated in his wonderful presence. I'm going to try and be as snappy as I can because today is the final day. What a wonderful day to have Mother's Day too. This is the final day of our fast. This is actually the conclusion of the fast.
Are we together? So it's important that as we do this, everyone enters this new level of the expression of the glory of God, the power of God. How many of you remember what this fast is about? Anybody? Anybody remembers what this fast is about? Come on, yes, yes. Uh, you could have given her the microphone so that you know everybody can hear, so I don't have to repeat it. Okay. The first is about deployment into our fullness of, of expressing God's assignment for our lives. Okay. Deployment for fullness of expression, but there was a particular thing that was said. Okay, let, let her get the microphone. To activate the unstoppable stone in us. To activate and release the unstoppable stone. So this is actually deployment for fullness of expression, especially of the unstoppable stone. And that is what I want to talk about briefly. The unstoppable stone. What did I say we want to talk about? Now I want somebody to tell somebody else, tell two or three people, what are we talking about? I don't like the way you are saying it because if I were the one that you're supposed to be hitting, I would not even, you know, get scared. I mean, unstoppable stone, unstoppable stone. Excuse me, uh, something is unstoppable. Talk to somebody like you actually mean what you're talking about. I am talking about the unstoppable stone. Unstoppable stone. Glory to God. Unstoppable stone. Hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. Why don't you stand, go around and talk to two or three people and tell them, today we are becoming true expressions of the unstoppable stone. Ah, the unstoppable stone is about to be unleashed. Ah, is about to be unleashed in me and through me right now. Let the unstoppable stone in you be unleashed. And today will be the day of the glory of God. The glory and the power and the favor and the grace and everything else that is necessary. The unstoppable stone. 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 Glory to God forevermore. Why don't you give somebody you know, either a regular five or a high five and say we are unstoppable. I say we are unstoppable, whether the dragon likes it or not. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. All right, let me go ahead now and let's see what the Lord helps us with right now. Thank God for Jesus. Father, we thank you for the entrance of your word that will give light and understanding to the simple. Let every life here today be brought to that level of operation and manifestation. That everyone that comes in contact with you in us will be transformed for the rest of time. We decree and declare that done now. And we say from today 
we have a different world because of these sons. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. When you talk about the unstoppable stone, the average person is going to ask, what are you talking about? And I want to begin with some basics. Today, I might just use about two, three, maximum five slides because I want to make sure that we just drill in and see what we can handle and not give you too much and you are not able to take everything. At the same time, there are a few things I need to ensure you have received pertaining to what God is saying concerning the nations at this time. Are we together? All right. Excellent. Talking about today's topic and the whole theme of the fast and the grand finale of the fast, we are saying there is the unstoppable stone and there are unstoppable stones produced by him. So I want us to go first and just look at the outline. Um, those online can see already. I'm not too sure about the people in here. But I'm going to do a quick introduction and then look at a few biblical examples, and historical antecedents, contemporary ev evidence, and future definitive expectations. Basically, that's what we're talking about. Now, if you are able to put it up for the people here, it might be very useful because the very first slide after that outline is very, very instructive and very informative. So I would want to see if the people can get it also here. Those out there can see. Now, we're talking about the unstoppable stone and the picture that is on your screens, wherever you are, is one that tells you the end from the beginning. God is declaring something that he is doing to the entire world. So he's declaring the end from the beginning. It's important that we ensure that we have that clarity of understanding. I do see that those out there can see it, but I'm not sure those in here. Okay, finally. Excellent. So I believe you can all see, and God in his own mercy is helping everyone to understand that God declared the end from the beginning. God declared the end from the beginning by showing you that he knows everything that is happening in the world right now. Can I just start by saying, many of you are thinking that God has lost it. Some people are thinking, haven't you said things like, Jesus, just come quickly. <laughs> you know, what, 
but, but, but what, where, what, what, is, what is going on with this world? Where is this world going? What is happening? Is it possible that we will still be able to actually make it? Jesus, come quickly before everybody has to, you know, end up giving up. No. Can I tell you something? If you know the unstoppable stone, you will actually be rejoicing. You will be feeling better as things get hotter. Because you know the end of the story. You see the Babylonian kingdom. The head. That is the head of gold. Then you see the next one, which is the Assyrian, the Persian, uh, which is Medo-Persia. So the Persian kingdom became the chest and arm of silver. And then you now go down to the next one, the Greece, and, and some people say Greco-Roman, but it's Greece. Which one was supposed to be that? Is the size of brass. Are we together? And then you have legs that are of iron. This is from Daniel chapter 2, all right? From verse 27 to 43. Daniel chapter 2, verse 27 to 43. You can take your time and read that on your own. Now, when you look at it, I hope it's not, well, it's actually on. All right, so when you look at it, you will realize that it is when you have the revived Roman Empire or the Club of Rome in whose era we seem to be living that the statue that was started from the head and all that has finally got feet to stand on. And when they think they finally arrived to the place where they stand and intimidate you, that's the time the unstoppable stone will come. So the very foundation that you're boasting in is the one that will be hit. Because you can't have stability for any human being without feet. Come on. So God says, don't worry. I know what is going on. I, I, I have it all. I, I, I've got it. Don't worry. Why don't you turn to somebody and tell the person, God has it. In fact, God has got it all under control. It doesn't matter what is happening now. God is still in control. It doesn't matter what you think. What is this world coming to? God is in control. What I might not know, I, at least there is one thing I know. What is it that I know? He says, when these things begin to happen, what should you do? He didn't say look down. He said look up. For your redemption draweth nigh. Somebody say hallelujah. <laughs> you know, you remember the last song they sang? Hallelujah. Yo. So, so that for me, I was singing Hallelujah, Yehovah, with you. 
That is all of us. You are Alright. So so as redeemed, blood bought, blood secured, blood reconciled, men and women of God. What should you do when things like that are happening? You rejoice. You rejoice. Why am I supposed to be rejoicing? Yeah. Let me go a step at a time. <laughs> if you're talking about this. I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone. I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a dry stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, a sure foundation, a dry stone. A precious cornerstone, he that believeth shall, shall not make haste or panic. Or are we together? Now, in case you didn't get what I just said, this is Isaiah 28:16. Isaiah 28:16. This is the reason why where God is going for with that stone that is cut with our hands is their own foundation. Because there is no other foundation that can be laid except the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. 1 Corinthians 3, 11. And I like the fact that with time, we will be talking about Revelation chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. Glory to God. Because, you know, we'll get there and you will realize, don't let me get too far ahead of myself. Because when you get to that place, you will realize that you also are a stone. Not only are you a stone, there is a special white stone that is waiting for you. No, no, but that's, that's Revelation chapter 2, verse 17, okay? But this chapter 3, verse 11 is actually the one you're going to... You, you know what? Okay, let's, let's do the 3.11. For, uh, this is 1 Corinthians 3.11, right? For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ, including even in coronations. They can try all the stones. There's only one. Can I tell you something? When they come shaking their fists in your face, tell them, you don't have foundation and you want to come to me. Somebody in this service, in this meeting, in this family encounter, meeting, asked me the other day, why are you so bold? I said, because I know whom I have believed. Because right. you, you just face, and sometimes you're even facing camera and speaking to people and mentioning names. Yes, because at the end of the day, I speak that which he puts in my mouth. Amen. Can I tell you something? It's time for us to stop speaking to people just because we want to impress them. It's time for us to start speaking to people as God's mouthpiece. 
And you should be more concerned about the audience of one than the audience of the billions. I know that's not what I'm talking about because I am warming up to talk about that one another day. I was surprised that people were the ones on the defensive. Ah, there is coronation, and they're going to use this, and they're going to use that, so we need to pray against, pray against what? Look, please, so didn't they say that the, the, the audience, the viewers, were about 200 to 300 million? Do you know of any crusade that has been like that? Why didn't you rather seize the opportunity to have a 24 hours prayer for salvation of souls? Why don't, didn't some people go rather to thank God for people like Ray Comfort? He decided to actually print, you know, some 50 pound note replica with the face having the face of the new king to be coronated, and then the backside having the image of Queen Elizabeth II, and then having the gospel. And when he first made the video of that, saying that this is what God has laid on my heart, somebody happened to have told someone about it, and the person said, can he send me a copy of the video? He sent the copy of the video. The following day, $200,000. Go ahead and print. Then somebody else hears and says, send the video, $50,000. Are we together? Because for him it wasn't about, and he already told the people that he was giving the theme free of charge. And God made sure there was more than enough to pay for it. Including a book that has to do with Defender of Faith and a cup of tea or something like that. So you need to look for that one. Because it talks about the ten weird things that will be done at the coronation. That was before the fact. And God gave him enough money to print the things and distribute. And do you know what he ended up with? He had hundreds of people that came from Australia, from other parts of the world, to do the distribution on his behalf. He was in America. And when they asked him, why are you not at the coronation? He said, I am not going to the coronation, not because of what people have said, you know, could he be the Antichrist and all that. Because a general does not go to the war front. I better leave that before I get into, you know, talking about the rest of the issues. Because there are so many things that he says, look, Listen, what is it that they are doing that we don't already know that we are the ones that they are copying from? And is it not possible for you to actually pray them into the original? Is there anybody that is beyond redemption? It's only a matter of freedom of choice. If they choose, then they actually face the consequences. Are we together? But anyway, 
I was talking of there is no other foundation that can be laid except that which is already laid, even Christ Jesus. So we declare the foundation of our lives, Jesus. The foundation of our marriages, Jesus. The foundations of our homes, Jesus. The foundations of our families, Jesus. The foundations of our lineages and ancestries, Jesus. We declare the foundations of our children's lives, Jesus. From today, stop speaking what you see. Speak what you know. No, I don't think some people heard what I just said. See, there are times that we, we, we want to talk about, uh, this is what I see and this is happening and that is happening. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe. Not the things that you don't like and you're seeing. I know whom I have believed. What is it that Jesus told you? Let the foundation of your speech be Jesus. What would Jesus say here? That's what I want to say. What would Jesus do here? That's what I want to do. So that the foundation of your life is Jesus. I hope I'm clear enough. But not only that, I've told you about Isaiah chapter 28. So let's go to verse 14. So that we'll start from there, go to verse 16, maybe up to 18, but uh, I might stop on 17. Let's go. It's just like the issue of, uh, you know, John 7, verse 37 to 39. All right? Therefore, hear the word of the Lord. Use comfort men who rule these people who are in Jerusalem. Can I tell you something? There is nobody that God is not seeing. And sometimes God even allows them to prepare you for promotion. And then you'll be complaining about the promotion exam. <laughs> somebody needs to help me that you are even being considered for promotional exam shows that God has actually been pleased with you is that not what happened with Job have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him in all the earth a man that is blameless and eschews evil And then that's the one that all those things happen to. If it were you, you would disgrace God. But from today, I declare you would do better. Amen. And God can actually say by the grace I have given this one, he or she will make it and will actually make me look even better than I have looked in the eyes of many. Let me go to verse 15. So it doesn't matter, because sometimes we say, uh, but can't God see the kinds of leaders we have in our nation? Can't, we, can't God see the types of leaders we have now in the world? Look at these depopulation agenda people. God sees everything. And let me tell you that very soon as the people of God rise, we are going to see how they'll begin to bow before the Lord. Because you have said we have made a covenant with death. Some of them have made covenant with death. And with sure, which is, you know, hell. They're in agreement. When the overflowing scotch passes through, meaning God is actually going to come and punish. And they think that, you know, it will not touch them. It will not come to us. For we have made lies. Uh-huh. So they have made lies their refuge. 
and under falsehood we have hidden ourselves. And they manipulate, they do all kinds of things. But haven't you seen a lot of exposure? So isn't that showing that the stone is unstoppable? Come on. Come on. Verse 16. I lay in Zion. Therefore thus says the Lord God. Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation. A tried stone. A precious cornerstone. A sure foundation. Have you heard that? I lay in Zion. What? For a foundation. A stone. A stone for a foundation. So then he says, a tried stone. And then a precious cornerstone. I hope some people understand. Okay. Do you want to be amongst those that are part of the foundation? Uh, you, you didn't know that men can be part of the foundation. Women can be part of the foundation. According to Ephesians chapter 2, all right? He says that, you know, the ecclesia is built on the foundation of apostles and prophets. Christ Jesus himself being the chief cornerstone. Right? That's from verse 19. But let me leave that. Let me go on here. So, and when Paul was talking about the apostles, what did he say? He talked about the science of apostles. He talked about suffering. Do you remember? Some of you do. Thank you. So, so at the end of the day, you have to be a tried stone. How do you go and use a stone you haven't tried? No, no, you tell me. A tried stone, a precious cornerstone. And a tried stone is a stone that is commendable to the point that you will be recommended for promotional exams. It means you have a walk with God. Get to the place where your hunger and thirst is after God, after righteousness. As against, you know, your hunger is for fame. Your hunger is for position. Your hunger is for possessions. You know, <laughs> these days we actually, you know, feel good when about a billion people follow us. Now some of you, oh, okay, she says, or oh, when we're trending, right? that's the word. When you're trending everywhere, it is you, even when you're trending for the wrong reasons. You could be trending, but in heaven you are not even known. So why don't you rather trend in heaven so that heaven will announce you? Are we together? May God bring you to that place. Because as you end this fast, it shouldn't be that, you know, business as usual. Uh -huh, thank God, uh, we can now eat normally. Excuse me. So were you on hunger strike? It was a spiritual exercise. So let the necessary harvest come in. And I declare there will be no part of the harvest that will evade you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. A tried stone. And it's also a precious cornerstone. I better move to the next, you know, 
Oh, let me have somebody help me with the cable. I don't know how we forgot that one. And connect it. Thank you. You will see, you know, Job 38, verses 4 to 7. And I say, Jesus Christ is the foundation of all foundations. Now, if you look at it, you will notice there, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? This is God now asking Job. Because Job had gotten to a place that he was now saying, I want to go to court with God. Can you imagine? <laughs> he said, I wish you would face me. And then let him bring, and I'll bring my arguments to court. And it's like, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Huh? Tell me if you have understanding. He, he then goes on in verse 5 to say, you know, who determined the, its measurements? Surely you know. It's okay. Surely, thank you. Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? It's deeper than, but since this is not what I'm going to focus on. Let's go verse 6. To what were its foundations fastened? Or who laid its cornerstone? Meaning, foundations usually, the cornerstone becomes the first brick, first, you know, stone that is used to now make sure all the other stones align with and is the one that lays the foundation for the building. Are we together? Then the others like apostles and prophets and all those can now come in. And everyone that is an apostle or prophet in your area, it could be in the place that you work right now. You're supposed to be the one laying foundations for many generations. That's why something new that had never been there. And sometimes when some of you actually see that, but this is so common that they cannot even see. I don't know what is wrong with them. No, there is nothing wrong with them because you are the apostle. Lay the foundation. Are we together? Oh, you grew all quiet on me now. <laughs> you know, because it's like, wait a minute, are you saying that? No, that's why I saw it, yes. You're supposed to be the one bringing the transformation. Are we together? But he's saying here that the earth itself also had a cornerstone. All right? And then verse 7, when the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Can I tell you something? I am looking forward to the time again, just like quite a few of us, that we can have the body of believers making angels rejoice. I, I, I thank God for, you know, uh, 2015 at the Accra International Conference Center, uh, you know, the fact that there was a particular time of praise and worship, uh, you know, there during Kostrad, and people saw angels come to dance and all that, and people were getting healed without knowing what was going on. 
This is College of Sustainable Transformation and Development. We're not preaching, we're not doing, it's just, you know, singing like a little devotion before, but because of what had been put in. See, God is actually looking for opportunity. Can I tell you something? God wants you to offer yourself wholly and fully, and he can use you anywhere and display. Did you hear that? God wants to display with you. Tell your neighbor you are his instrument of transformation. And he wants to display. Glory to God forevermore. So, so let it be. Well, in this particular case, he was talking about Jesus himself being the foundation of all foundations. And the fact that, you know, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? And that seems to be the thing that they want to do to our foundation. And that's why, you know, for example, one of the things people said, oh, there was a grim reaper that passed. I said, do you know how many angels passed? One of some tiny insignificant amoebic microbe called Grim Reaper. Or some of you didn't hear about that. Some demon. Uh, but Satan himself, even if he's Satan himself, it, was he not one of the archangels? We have plenty of archangels. So clear out. Are we together? And they say Grim Reaper was coming to reap the souls. Do you know why they were talking of souls? Because they want to cast fear into your minds. So that's the soul aspect. Because when people talk of reaping souls, and they're even talking of, you know, a third world war, nuclear war, how does that become soul? Is that not bodies? Come on, wake up. Thank God for people like Ray Comfort and others. He was not the only person. Who saw the opportunity and said, okay, let the angels that are in charge of harvest. Is that not what God said himself? That the harvesters are the angels in the end time. When did we become so demon and devil conscious? Every little thing, if you even see a, a, a thing, all you're thinking of is how to go and pray and stop it. And this, how about God's original purpose for that thing? Are we still together? I declare, it shall not stand. Neither shall it come to pass. So, what is supposed to be standing? What is supposed to be coming to pass? Declare that one in. Crowding in and crowding out effect. I better try and finish this. Because at the end of the day, you know, I put up First Peter 2, verses 4 and 5. So that I can quickly reach the revelation. Uh, let me see how much time I have left so that we can see what to do. Coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. Who are we coming to? The unstoppable stone. But listen to the next verse. You also. Everybody say, you also. To somebody. Two or three people. You also. You also. You also. You also. Uh, tell, you know, some two or three people around you, you also. 
Tell somebody I am unstoppable. I don't like the way you have been too, you know, religious about it. I am unstoppable. You also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house. Well, man of God, he doesn't, doesn't say that. Wait, we are going there. I'll show you in Revelation. Look, was it Jesus that came down to kill Goliath? Is it Jesus that is going to come down to deal with this world government? Who is supposed to be discipling nations? We. Okay. We have been built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Verse 6. Therefore it is also contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion. Do you, do you, do you see the connection now? You know, a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. In fact, uh, was it the you know, message or New Living Translation of Isaiah 28:16. It says, you will not panic. The panic is rather NIV. The panic is rather NIV. But the other one actually talks about you will not shiver or something. You know, I, I show that to us. We'll, we'll come back to this because I want to get to verse 9. Or I can quote it. You know, okay, message. A, a, a trust in life won't topple because, you know, but the master God has something to say to this. Watch closely. I'm laying a foundation in Zion, a solid granite foundation, squared and true. And this is the meaning of the stone. A trusting life won't topple. Everybody say, I am unshakable. I'm immovably immovable. I don't like the way some of you are saying it. You are too religious. Okay, you want scripture for it. Go to Zechariah chapter 12 verse 3. I will show you. We'll come back to NLT on this verse. Because I can see you think that it's only Jesus. Look, you as an individual can be immovable, which is what we're reading in First Peter chapter you know, uh, 2. And then, you know, as... A, a family, you can be immovable, and I will show you that. Well, there is no need. Let me just do this one that I've already quoted, which has to do with a particular, you know, group of people, which can include a nation. All right? All right? So, we are looking at Zechariah chapter 12, verse 3. 12, verse 3. That's what I said. And it shall happen in that day that I'll make Jerusalem a city, right? A very heavy stone for all peoples. Did you hear that? And all who will heave it, those who want to break it or do anything, it will do what? Cut them to pieces. Oh, maybe you don't understand. Let me read it the way it's written in New King James. It says, all who would try to heave, to heave it away, or who would heave it away, will surely be cut in pieces. Though all nations of the earth are gathered against it. All nations, one city, and still they fail. How about Christ? Are you in the body of Christ? 
Ah, that's why I can tell people, whatever you try to do, you've already failed. So don't even waste your time and your effort. But the devil, he never, you know, learns. He keeps making the same mistakes. Are we together? Because he seeks whom he may devour. It's in your careless moment that... But thank God for his deliverance. All right? Now, I can tell you that according to Matthew chapter 21, verses 42 and 43, he actually has told you, if you are in him, anything that he's trying to hit would end up being broken in pieces, just like you see here. And if it stands in your way, it just wants to be ground into powder. All right? Jesus said to them, Have you never read in Scripture the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Verse 43 now. It says, You know, therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to a nation bearing its fruit. Okay? And, and you know, he says, And whoever falls on this stone will be broken. But on whomever it falls, to grind him to powder. In fact, I might as well just leave and go back to uh, Daniel chapter 2, verse 44 and 45. Because you now see that image. Because when the stone strikes, it is all ground into powder. I hope you can see that. Okay, let's go and look at that quickly together. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. Are you in the kingdom? And we are the sons of the kingdom. According to Matthew 13, verse 38, we are the sons of the kingdom, the good seed, right? And as the sons of the kingdom, you know, we are being set up, and I'll, I'll, I'll show you. You know, it shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Verse 45. Quickly, you know, you see there in verse 45 that, verse 45, next verse. Inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain with our hands, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king. Now this is Nebuchadnezzar being told, the one who is supposed to be the head, all right, of gold. And it says, uh, 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 the great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is sure. Now go to chapter 4. In chapter 4. You know, you know what, even before, I should, maybe I can go to chapter 4, but I was going to go back to verse 34 and 35 of this same chapter. Let's go to verse 35 of chapter 2. Let's do verse 35 alone of chapter 2. Verse 35, quickly, and then I'll move on. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together and became like... <laughs> from the summer threshing floors. The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found. And the stone that, stro that, that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. That's why the stone is going to strike the feet. And from that, there will be a crumbling and it will become like dust, you know. Some of you, sometimes, do you know what the devil does? He uses your mouth to give them strength. 
No, it's true. When you keep saying, hey, do you see what these people are doing? Hey, do you see? When did you become an evangelist for the devil? No, no, come on. It is what my God is doing. Not what the devil is doing. Are we together? And God can actually use even the wicked for the day of trouble. According to Proverbs chapter 16, verse 4. You remember that? All right. Let me quickly go to chapter 4, verse 34 to maybe 37, and we stop. And after that, I might just take you to the First Peter 2 and then finish with Revelation. I might not even go beyond that you know, particular slide. And I haven't started. This was just, you know, the intro. But at least it's a good intro, enough for you to carry. <laughs> and at the end of the time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, did you hear who is speaking here? The one who had the kind of empire that everybody was afraid of. That God himself called king of kings. So these small boys that are talking these days, and I can see some of you are afraid for this man here. Look, it's because you haven't seen the God that you know you carry. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It doesn't matter how great they seem to be. Are we together? Greater. Is he? And whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Haven't we been here when we say it shall not stand, neither shall it come to pass? And we say, whatever you have declared, you will rather suffer the consequences, not our people. It was right there, I was sitting there during times and seasons with Dr. Abubak. Well, those days, people could not come here because it was during the pandemic, the one they planned. Okay, you know, so we, by the mercies of God, could come here and we did some recording. And then I was told that, you know, this lady, Melinda Gates, had said that, you know, Africans were going to fall like flies on the street, drop like flies. I said, if you were speaking out of concern, then I pray that God has mercy on you. But if you were doing satanic prophecy, as a prophet of the Most High God, I declare it will not happen. You will rather suffer the consequences. And when people were now trying to compile the fulfillment of prophecies, they talked about her divorce, and some people say, oh no, not Logos Rema. We shouldn't do things like that. Okay. We, we pray for God to have mercy on her and pray for her conversion. But look, people have to live with consequences of their actions. Can I tell you something? The action is not the most important thing you should look at. It's the consequence of the action you evaluate before you take the action. Did you hear what I just said? Anytime you're about to take a decision or you want to take an action, ask yourself, what will be the outcome? Is that desirable? If not, stop. I think I've made it easier. All right? So, so at the end of the day, you know, you seem to allow these people to just run, your, run roughshod over you, and then they declare things, and they say, you know, you cannot. It's okay. Don't let me go too far and wide. Let me quickly look at, you know, the verse uh, 35. 
Let's do verse 35 together. All right. The inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. He does according to his will in the army of heaven. Did you hear that? Uh, maybe I was in a hurry. I didn't finish verse 34. Right? But, but it's all right. So he says, according to his will in the army of heaven. Because most of the times they are trying to use some of those in the lowest heaven. But you are actually by the mercies of God in the highest heaven. And let me tell you that for the next two to three years, there will be intensification of God subduing kingdoms. You mark it down. But it is the men and women that will stand for God, that God will now, where, who, those who love not their lives even unto death. Is that not how the enemy was overcome? Yes. We know from Revelation chapter 12 verse 11. Alright? So, and among the inhabitants of the earth, no one can restrain his hand or say to him, what have you done? Nobody can question God. By the way, somebody that, you know, has been in pain, that has to do with your hip area, God has just healed you because two, three times now you've been asking God, when is this thing going? Now it's gone. You can check it. It's gone. Check, 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 check. If you are that person, just wave your hand and thank God because I just continued. And God just kept telling me by his spirit. All right, we give God glory. All right, let's move on. Verse 36. At the same time, my reason returned to me, and for the glory of my kingdom, my honor and splendor returned to me. My counselors and nobles resorted to me. I was restored to my kingdom. You see discipline? God disciplined the guy. Now he's the one who is the witness. May many of them become witnesses. Because that's a better miracle than just killing them off. An excellent majesty was added to me. Hallelujah. And if you are out there and you're one of them, this is the time to repent because there is a kingdom that is greater than any other kingdom. And if the coronation of Charles III was the way it was, what will be the coming of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords? If the anointing of that one that was being anointed by a, a priest like, you know, the Archbishop of Canterbury was like that, how would the anointing of the anointed one be like? That's why they call him Jesus the Christ. You know, Christos, Creo, anoint. And Messiah, Ha-Mashiach, the Messiah. So, and Meshach and Creo is like to smear with oil. Are we together? Let me not go into that. And honor and splendor returned to me. My counselors resorted to me. I was restored to my kingdom. An excellent majesty was added to me, verse 37. Then I'm through. I can go to 1 Peter 2 and finish in verse 6. All right? Now, I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol. Hey. He said, Is this not Babylon that I have built? Hey! You uh, made an ox go and eat grass for seven years. Do you know what I do a lot of times? 
And some of you have seen that. I pray for people in leadership because the scriptures say we should do that. All right? First Peter chapter 2. I mean, First Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. And then, of course, Romans 13. But I also know when it's time to execute judgment. Come on, some of you don't understand. Uh, Psalm 149, it is very clear. We're supposed to execute the judgment written. Bind our kings with chains, our nobles with fetters of iron. Okay? Let me move on. So now, I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and honor the king of heaven. King of heaven, Judas lion, reign, Jesus reign. King of heaven, Judas lion, reign, Jesus reign. Maybe we can sing it later. Let me just finish. So, when you look at this verse 37, what do you see? It says, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of Heaven, all of whose works are truth, no lying, no deception, and his ways, justice. Ascribe greatness to our God, the Rock, his work is perfect, and all his ways are just. Ascribe greatness to our God, the Rock, his work is perfect, and all his ways are just. And without injustice, good and upright is he. You can you can sing it later on your own from Deuteronomy chapter 32. Alright? Right from verse 2 to 4. But let, let's especially 3 and 4. Now I Nebuchadnezzar praise and extol. You know, and honor the king of heaven, all of whose works are truth and his ways justice, because righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. And those who walk in pride, he is able, more than able. Wait, 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 wait. What did you just say? Have you been saying that each time you see those people challenging you? So next time, just remember, when they say, hey, what do you think you're doing? Hey, we're bringing decrees. We're bringing all kinds of things to oppress you. You say, he is able, more than able. 
concerns me today He is able More than able We can handle anything That comes my Wait a minute, that's why I stopped So he can handle anything that comes your way How come you behave like He, he doesn't have what it takes You are rushing everywhere He is able, more than able. Wait, 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 wait. Do you believe it? So from today, next time anything is coming, you just start rejoicing. This is another opportunity for God to show his power. You say, he is able. More than able, he can do much more than I could ever dream. He is able, more than able, yes, to make me what he wants. Ah, they say you cannot become. He is able. More than able, he can do much more than I could ever dream. Hey, he is able, more than able, to make me what he wants me to be. I don't understand. Which God are you serving? You are going out of this place today, leaving wherever you are on your devices as people who have gone through the fast that is unleashing, activating, releasing the unstoppable stone in you that wherever you enter, you will be like David. But this time you're not just using another stone, but you are the stone. But for the mercies of God, I will tell people, if you want to be crushed, stand. But, you know, we give God glory. All right, let's finish. <laughs> I've already finished with that aspect that he's able to put down. I was going to First Peter chapter 2 because that's where I want to go and finish. And then... The Revelation 2.17 and Revelation 3.11 and 12. And I just have to stop there. It was just the first slide, but that's okay. All right. Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion. Okay. I lay, okay. I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone. I lay in Zion. For a foundation, a stone, a tri-stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, a sure foundation, a tri-stone, a precious cornerstone, he that believeth shall, shall not make haste. Oh, we didn't do the NLT, right? Okay, okay. 
read all the versions you can of Isaiah 28 verse 16. And the one you think is the best. Just find a way of passing that across and we'll read that before we close. For now, let me move on. Because I read so many versions and some of the places I was just laughing. Glory to God. Uh, the NIV just say, will not panic, but the others. Okay, so here he says, a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he who believes in him will by no means be put to shame. Verse 7. I think I'd already gotten to verse 7, really, earlier on, right? Okay. The one, so therefore, to you who believe he is precious, but to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. In fact, that's why everywhere they try to persecute Jesus, that's the place he has the largest populations. You do know that. China, right China, was that not the place they were persecuting the Christians, the fiercest at some point? As at 92, if my memory serves me well, they had 75 million Christians. And I'm talking of believers that are ready to die for their faith. I'm not talking of wishy-washy, backboneless, jellyfish. All right, I better leave that. Is everybody with me? Because you, you need to get to the place where you know whom you have known. Are we together? Whatever God has said concerning you is going to come to pass. And nothing can stop it. I've already told you that the next two to three years will be very exciting. They will be very exciting based on what God showed me. Another day we'll do the prophecies, okay? I just want to finish with this message and then we'll take the communion and release the people. But let me say to you here, if you have never seen God step into your matter, this is the time he's stepping into your matter. If you've never seen God perform miracles, this is the time you're going to see miracles. If you've never seen God supernaturally intervene in national issues, this is the time God is going to intervene. If you've never seen God, you know, intervene in even issues that have to do with disputes between nations, this is the time he's going to do that. And he's going to expose some people at levels you've never thought. And even for those who have been rigging and rigging and rigging elections, God is going to expose them. You watch out and see what is going to happen. Glory to God forevermore. Therefore, to you who believe his precious, but to those who are disobedient, the stones are the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Let's go to verse 8 and then verse 9, and then I can jump to Revelation 2, verse 17. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. Is that not what has happened to a lot of people? You know, they stumble being disobedient to the word to which they also were appointed. It's not just for a few. Everybody. It's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So even when you're praying now, release. I just talked about China, you know, and now, of course, you have hundreds, all right? But yeah, of million, at least over 100 million. Not too many places in the world has that. Are we together? Now, Iran became a place where really persecuting people a lot. And 40,000 were getting saved every month for about a period of two years. How about that? Even Turkey, where you had the seven assemblies, where they say 99% Muslims and all that, 
Now, those places where the assemblies were, including Izmir, which is Smyrna, you know, um, Pergamum, they, they have different names now, okay? I don't want to take too much time going to, because there is one they even say, uh, Alasa Hill, Alasa Hill, which is supposed to be Philadelphia, which was the city of love, you know, you know, brethren, you know, uh, the love for the brethren. Now, they have made it the city of Allah, Allah Sekhur, okay? As in Turkey. But even there, you have, if I'm not mistaken, at least 12 congregations. Are we together? She see, you can't stop this stone. I already told you the outline. Those who were seeing online at that time before you started seeing saw that I was going to go even to the place of contemporary manifestation of that, but we'll do it another time. Is that all right? Let's go ahead and finish this one now. So you can't stop this God. This stone, you can't stop it. And did you see that it's supposed to actually grind to powder and then you go back to the dust that you are? No, I don't think some people heard that. This is Genesis chapter 3, verse 19. Remember? Oh, come on. Genesis 3, 19. I'll finish this in a moment. Let's just do Genesis 3, 19. Let somebody see what exactly we're talking about here. Quick. Let's do this and finish. Okay. Now, in the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread. This is, you know, talking to the man. Till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you shall return. Dust. Is that not what the stone became? If you don't want to be the rock, the living stone, then you'll become dust. Now, I don't think some people heard what I said. A living stone grows, but a dead stone now forms debris. Those of you that did geomorphology in geography, you talked about exfoliation of rocks. All right? All right, let me leave that. So 1 Peter chapter 2, let me finish this. So we can go to Revelation 2. Uh, like somebody said, you say, you know, I'm finishing. And then it goes on. A stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, they stumble being disobedient to the word to which they also were appointed. Verse 9, quickly, verse 9. But you are a chosen generation. Now, wait a minute. But you are a chosen generation. Did you hear what I just said? How do you spell generation? Gene, ration. Is that not? Did you know it's the ration of God's genes in you? The quantum of all that put together for a particular period of time that is called the generation. Are you ready to be deployed? Hallelujah. You're a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood and a holy nation. Do you know that song? Okay, that one you know. <laughs> okay, 
righteous generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Okay, but the one I was actually singing is a different one. You're a chosen generation, you're a royal priesthood, and a holy nation. Okay. Okay, it's all right. We don't know that one. Let's go on. Let's finish this. <laughs> um, First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. It says, We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. So we are kings and priests. Any other king is actually below that level, unless he's in Christ. Did you hear what I just said? A royal priesthood, kings and priests unto our God, according to Revelation chapter 5 verse 10, we shall reign on the earth. Are we together? And he says that here, royal priesthood, a holy nation, a holy nation. So we are a nation. And since they're looking for a hegemon, this is the original hegemon. Amen. No, I don't think some people understood. I am saying the one that is the class prefect for all the nations is the nation of Christ. It's what we determine that would happen. May God raise you to that level in the name of the Lord Jesus. His own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Let's go to Revelation 2 verse 17, so that you see that it's not only Jesus that is that stone. And then we take Revelation 3 verse 11 and 12, and I'm through. All right? Okay. He who has an ear. Come on. He who has an ear. So, so it is not only to the Ecclesia and Pagamos. Because this particular Ecclesia, it says that this is where Satan was dwelling at that time. Kai. Did, did, does anybody understand what I'm talking about here? And these were assemblies that were in existence physically. I have been to all of the seven locations in Turkey. This time that I just came back about a week plus ago, I didn't go to any of those places because I was dealing with something else. I was training some apostles and I'll stop there. The point I'm making here is the fact that they are physical places that God talked about. The things Jesus warned about happened. However, there are things that are still applicable because he says, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the assemblies, the ecclesias. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat. Lord, help me. Because you say, blessed are they who thirst and hunger after righteousness. Help me cultivate a new level of hunger for the hidden manna. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I've prayed for me. I don't know if you want that prayer. If you want it, receive it in the name of Jesus. And I will give him a white stone. Everybody say white stone. And on the stone, a new name written, 
which no one knows except him who receives it. How about that? There is a secret name that God has for me. And for each level of overcoming, there will be a new name given me. Thank God that we have some, you know, military people here. When they give you a new rank, don't they commission you again? They do. Don't they? They do. Now, at the end of the day, this is what is going to happen. You will have new names, but that will be the ultimate one. Are we together? May God give you the new designation that is meant for this season. Now, let me finish with chapter 3, verses 11 and 12, like I promised. And then, please get the elements of the communion ready so we can pray over them and then we can settle. All right. Behold, I'm coming quickly. What did he say? I'm coming quickly. Hold fast what you have. Can I tell you something here? Do you know quite a number of us seem to have backslidden? The zeal has gone down. The prayer fire and power has gone down. I thought knowledge would rather make you pray better. But knowledge is rather making some people lazy. True or false? And knowledge puffeth up. But love edifies. The unstoppable force is actually in love. All of these things shall cease, but love never fails. That's 1 Corinthians 13, um, you know, verse 11. But, but, but if you want, you can start from verse 8 going. But verse 11 is the one I just finished quoting. Behold, I'm coming quickly. Hold fast what you have. Tell two or three people around you, hold fast what you have. Don't lose any more grounds and gain more grounds in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thirst and hunger after the holiness of God, after the glory of God, after the presence of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. Are we together? That no one may take your crown because it's the crown they are after. Somebody was supposed to have become king since September last year, remember? But he was not crowned until on the 6th of May. If he had gone off and done some things contrary, he might have been treated like another, but let's leave it at that. Are we together? All right, verse 12, which is the ultimate. If I were you, I want to say, I am taking my crown. I will not fail to take the crown. Because when you are getting to the finish line and you collapse, will you be crowned? In the athletics, you would end up actually being last because everybody else will come and pass you. And you are supposed to have been the first. May God help you to cross the finish line. 
I decree you will cross the finish line. I declare that from today, you will speak the words of God and you will create whatever needs to be created by the power of the words in your mouth. I decree from today that wherever you enter, you will carry the presence of God. You will carry the power of God. You will carry the glory of God. You will carry the blessing of God. You will carry the honor of God. You will carry everything that is supposed to be carried. And anybody that wants to stand against God, you will be able to discipline them. And it will not be about you, it will be about God. Because when God arises, it's not your enemies that get scattered. It's his enemies that get scattered. Let God arise in your life and let his enemies in your life be scattered. Let God arise in your family and let his enemies in your family be scattered. Let God arise in your nation and let his enemies in your nation be scattered. Let God arise in your profession and let his enemies in your profession be scattered. Let God arise right now on our continents and let his enemies on our continents be scattered let God arise in our world in this season let all his enemies in this season on this globe be scattered let God arise right now in our universe and let his enemies in the universe be scattered and from today Lord put your words in our mouth and help us to speak them out by that we'll plant the heavens and lay foundations for the earth and be able to say whatever needs to be said and nations will be taken into their destiny in you in the name of the Lord Jesus he who overcomes I'll make him a pillar in the temple of my God is that not a stone you know, next time we can talk about other scriptures. You know, that's when we enter the meat of the message. Today, we just started with the introduction. But I believe it's at least good enough. Are we together? You know, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Can I tell you something? We were talking of Chief Cornerstone. Did you know you alone, you are at the temple? temple of the Holy Ghost and in Jerusalem they build with stones white stones uh, I'll give him a white stone where was it that you know everything that was set the foundation for the laws of the nations of the world came from from a stone somebody went to her. <laughs> hey if you want to know, when God decided he was going to give people some fresh inspiration so they will receive a revelation of the destiny of the nation of the Jews that were called Hebrew slaves, he went to Mount Horeb. Yeah. Hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can go on, but I want to stop here because if you're talking stone, don't get me started. Let me finish this. And he shall go out no more. There is nothing like, oh, I lost my place. From today, you will not lose your place. You will not lose your place in the spirit. You will not lose your way in the spirit. There are some people who are at sea in the spirit. They don't know where they are going. But from today, I declare you recovered. I declare you restored. I declare you are entering your place in God. You will not lose your place any longer. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you shall not lose grounds to the devil. You will not lose ground to any laziness or the seven armed robbers in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God. For they shall know your call by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you. The new Jerusalem. If you don't understand that, maybe I'll start off from here next time. But what it means, my dear, is that he will write on you that you are from the headquarters. No, no, no. Maybe you don't, you don't understand that. If I were to ask some of these military people, sometimes the presidential guard has something to show the difference. Are we together? So I'm coming from the presidency. Did you hear what I just said? I remember in Nigeria, you know, one of our friends said that, you know, the policeman that was given to him to sit in front of his own car was from the presidential guard from Asu Villa. I said, oh, but he seems to be wearing blue uniform. No, check. You will see the difference. There is something there. I said, okay. Are we together? May God help you. Let me move on. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is the capital city of the universe, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him my new name. Ah, the name of my God. The name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, and then uh, my own new name also. What are you looking for? May God bring you to the place where you operate from that. And God is bringing a new generation of believers who understand these things. And they will be the ones that, do you remember uh, First Thessalonians chapter 2? Where he says that it will be like he's actually Second Thessalonians. He, he says he will actually be begging that we would be taken out. All right, let me pray. Okay, excellent. Father, we thank you. And we give you all the glory for everything. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the gift of the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus shed for us. As we partake of these elements of the communion, let this mark the deployment of everyone into new levels of manifestation of your glory. In the name that's above all names, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So let's have the people, maybe two or three stations, so we can quickly come and we'll anoint you and declare you commissioned and deployed as an unstoppable stone. So let's do that quickly. All of you should come that way so that we do that fast, please. He is able, more than able. He can handle anything that comes my way. He is able, more than able. 
everywhere you go. Go forth in this your might and make the difference. In the most excellent name of the Lord Jesus, we declare from today, you will be a blessing. You will be the manifestation of his glory at unprecedented levels and you will experience also the favor, the grace, the power of God at unprecedented levels. And you will also express the wisdom of God at levels you've never dreamt of. Go forth from today and enjoy so much manifestation of the power for wealth that you might establish God's kingdom 
on the earth. Let everybody testify to that fact in the most victorious and conquerable name of Jesus Christ our Lord and all the people say. Congratulations. Jesus, you're my firm family.